Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast recorded at North American Passive House Network's conference, Passive House for All, in June 2021 in New York City. In this, the fourth of 18 interviews we recorded amidst the hustle and bustle of the conference hall floor, I chat with Beth Eckenrode of Oros Group. A couple of thank yous before we get started. First, thanks to NAPHN for putting on the conference and for partnering with us on these interviews. Second, a big thank you to our sponsors who make all our work at the Accelerator possible. Our founding sponsors are 475 High Performance Building Supply, Backstink We Architects, Glavel, Minotaur, Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC US, Partel, RDH Building Science, Rockwell North America, Stocorp, and Zola Windows. Our champion sponsor is SIGA, and our stakeholder partner is NYSERDA, the New York State Energy Research and Development Authority. With that, please enjoy my interview with Beth. Beth Eckenrode, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, can you let's start off uh, by just could you introduce yourself and and Oros Group as well? Sure, sure. Yeah. First of all, thanks for taking time. Of course. To chat about Oros Group, excited about that, and we're really excited about what you guys do. So I can't start talking about us without telling you how uh, how much we appreciate the role that you all play at Passive House Accelerator for thank the you. industry. Thank you. We've brought so many people, I think, to your platform clients, um, architects, engineers, people who want to learn more. And you're such a great place with all the sharing that you do and the best practices. And so we've asked a lot of people to kind of oh, awesome. link in with you. That's so. great to hear. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, That's no, awesome. Terrific. Yeah. So um, at Oros Group, we're a little bit unique in that we use technology to really bring two worlds together, uh, the world of building science and the world of data science. And we have... Um, patents and we wrote a book as you might remember yeah. a year and a half ago yeah. called The Power of Existing Buildings and we did that because these worlds uh, have different languages and they're trying to achieve the same things mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. is always the case with Passive House I've found there's more things that align and connect us all of us going for the same outcomes that the more we can figure out how to talk the same language so we've spent a lot of time figuring out how to bridge building science and data science using technology. So we do um, digital twins, we do modeling and simulation, we bring data together in data management platforms so that at the end we can answer a question for owners, did you get what you paid for? And that for us is kind of the entire construction process. It goes all the way from design through construction, through commissioning and into operations. And at the end, you really have one kind of holistic project, and that's what we do for owners. We typically play the role of owner's performance advocate, oh, and nice. we bring yeah. all of that along with us uh, to try and achieve that outcome. Because in the end, and we heard it even this morning uh, on the NYSERDA comments, um, you know, you don't have to pay anything more to get these really high-performing buildings. Yeah, we should have It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not even just about the energy. There's the carbon. There's the um, indoor air quality. Right. And, there's no reason today to sacrifice any of those for cost. You yeah. should be able to get it all. Yeah, and you've, you you all have been really uh, on the forefront of looking at building science, both in the past house realm and also with reset and in, indoor air quality, and then marrying that with data, sci- data science. Um, 
Right. Can you maybe illustrate that with a with a project that you're working on now? Like how does how does that all the how do all those elements come together for you? Sure. Yeah. First of all, it takes a vision, yeah. and it takes a vision from an owner that says, "I want those things," uh, and and uh, an acceptance that they shouldn't have to pay more to get those. And then we align project teams to those goals. So I think the first step is we use owner's project requirements to align an entire project team. And the beautiful part about Passive House is the science behind Passive House is the same to control for indoor air quality. So if you can control your indoor environment for energy, you can control it for indoor air quality. Right. And so when you target those goals and we lay them out in an owner's project requirements using metrics, and when you use metrics, now all of a sudden the architects and engineers are talking the same language. It's not about a narrative. It's not trying to interpret words. Uh-huh. It's aligning on numbers. Right. And uh, we found that the intersection between passive house and reset air is so seamless and so, so smooth. And again, for us, it has to be cost effective. Otherwise, we don't think the return and the payback is there. We have to drive those decisions down to par in terms of the cost of construction. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we have um, a really big project in Pittsburgh called Fifth and Dinwiddie. It's um, a number of buildings. The uh, east site, which is coming up first, is a multi-use project, uh, more of a commercial project. And then the west is a uh, residential, is a multi-family. And uh, the developer on that project is Derek Tillman. And Derek, from Bridging the Gap, has had this vision that people should have low energy and really healthy indoor air quality without having to pay a premium. And he set out to do it. Um, and so, you know, when you think about it in terms of overall goals and the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the idea of reducing fuel poverty and um, get providing equitable indoor air quality to everybody where they live, work, play, learn, we're achieving that. Those are actionable by way of passive house and reset air. And that's where we talk a lot about alignment when we're aligning everything and it makes business sense. There's no reason to say no. Right. And that's how right. we talk to our owners. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what you just what you, what you just talked about totally resonates with the, the theme of this yeah. conference, of course. That's right. Passive House for All. So that's right. What what um are you're presenting twice today? So the first um, the first panel is with uh, a lot of folks involved in funding projects. So it's either the banking community or organizations, development companies that have to get funding, public funding. And it's, uh, the first panel is about how to do that and how do we make more progress? How do we accelerate that so we can fund more projects faster? And a lot of the conclusions rest around risk and reducing risk. And the more data we have and the more we can show evidence of being able to achieve these objectives without paying a premium, the faster the money's gonna flow. Yeah. And the more people can ask for in terms of you know, leverage. How much leverage are they willing to take and put into a project? So right, right. that's the banking one. And the other one is a really interesting panel discussion about how things have changed in our industry. Like, what, what does uh, Passive House for All mean? What yeah. does it mean to uh, reach for social equity in our, in our industry? Are we doing a good job? Should we be doing better? And it's a really diverse panel of folks with, coming from different areas to explain how they see it in their companies. How are they driving diversity in a diverse agenda, social equity? How are, how are we tackling that? And, what can we do more of? Yeah. So it's also another really terrific panel. Yeah. 
Fantastic. I was lucky I got all these really awesome people who had these great points of view. So yeah. it's easy to moderate when the content is so rich. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to cut out of doing these interviews and make sure I, I, yeah. I catch that. that. Sure. I'm really looking forward For to, sure. that, to that one in particular. That's awesome. This is fantastic. So what, what else would you like to add? What, it, what, what, it, what else can we talk about? Um, well, I think uh, from Ken's comments this morning, you know, Ken, Ken made some really interesting points, but he talked a lot about the idea of who we are as a community and uh, that we need to share and we need to be so very gracious in bringing people along. And I think that's a really powerful uh, message for people leaving the conference, whether they're here physically, which I'm delighted that people are here physically. Yeah, it's just great to I know, see. It's refreshing. Um, or, or people who participated remotely. We all have a role to play in bringing everybody along and getting people up the curve. Um, it's not a competition, it's a collaboration. And yeah. I think Ken really elegantly uh, talked about that this morning. So yeah, yeah. I agree with all of it. Yeah, well said, well said. Great, well thank you so much, Beth, for your work and thanks for sitting down to talk a little bit. Right Anytime, yeah. for you, anything. <laughs> awesome, thanks so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast. On behalf of everyone here at the Passive House Accelerator, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more on the Passive House podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.